0: hallelujah, hallelujah to the coming king, that song always takes my breath away, not in a, in a, in like a wow way, but like it's quick, but it's, there's a lot to it, the lion of Judah is roaring, okay, we're going to leave, let's just take our seats for now if we can, Trace, if you can just keep tinkling in the background there, we're going to go on a bit of a journey this evening in the things of God, and um, I want just those two people to get those passages ready one one two chronicles one and one John one uh, verses five to ten and chronicles one two one eleven to two um, eleven to twelve and the reason why I want to go and start with this these passages this evening here because when we when we want to walk in the things of God, okay we've got to be right with God, and we've got to be right with man, okay. And if we want to move on and we want God to hear our prayers, just as I read with that Peter passage, we've got to ensure our relationships are in place. When we're singing about the giants, what giants do you think we we, we need to slay? What giants do we need to slay? Yeah, you see, you you think the government, but God is not going to just wipe out the government. You know what the giants are? It's your insecurities. It's the things that you in your own life are holding back on because you're like, oh, well, no, not me. Well, who are you? Are you a nobody? No. It's the insecurities and the, the, um, the, all those other words that come with that. There's insecurities and all those things that we inside, we refuse to arise as who we truly are because of, no, I'm not worthy to do that. You are worthy. Okay, because Peter says that you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood. That's who you are before Almighty God. And we need to set this order straight here. So, who's got two Chronicles, 1, 11, and 12, ready for me? Don't, don't all jump at once, please. Okay, John, come and read it here, brother. Come into the light. What verses? Sorry, two Chronicles, 11. Two Chronicles, 1, verses 11 to 12. God said to Solomon, Since this was your heart, and you've not requested riches, wealth, or glory, or for the life of those who hate you, and you have not even requested long life, but you have requested for yourself wisdom and knowledge, that you may judge my people over whom I have made you king. Wisdom and knowledge are given to you. I will also give you riches, wealth, and glory, unlike what was given to the kings who were before you. Or will be given to those after you. So Solomon went to Jerusalem from the high place that was in Gibeon in front of the tent of meeting, and he reigned over Israel. Thank you, John. Awesome. I do think we should maybe ask Uche to come and read the next passage because those two guys are the best radio voices ever. So, by invitation, Uche, please step forward into the light. Yeah. Now, now we're gonna have a, like a competition to see which one, okay? One is one is British, one is Africa. You decide, okay? Well, welcome. <laughs>
1: sweating (laughs) 5 to 10 okay 1 John 1 5 to 10 this is the message we have heard from him and proclaim to you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all if we say we have fellowship with him while we walk in darkness we lie and do not practice the truth but if we walk in the light and his word is not in us. Excellent. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you.
0: We'll give it a 50-50. Okay. Just reflect on these two passages now. We all know Solomon's story. He asked for wisdom and not riches, but the Lord gave him wisdom and knowledge. Okay. But here's something very key that I just read this passage the other morning and it stuck out to me. Because if this was in your heart and you have not asked for pos- you have not asked for possessions, wealth, Honor, and listen to this, and the life of those who hate you. He, he didn't have any vendetta to want to see those who hated him destroyed. Okay? We've got to check our hearts. As we're finishing up, you have an hour, hour and a half before we change the chapter. Okay? That we're going to have no vendettas in our hearts towards people. Okay? So we're going to go on a little bit of journey of forgiveness before we move on. Okay, because what did Uche just read for us in 1 John 1 says that if, but if we, if, if we walk in the light as he is in the light, it says then, then we will have fellowship with one another. It's a whole big thing to break down this, but sin manifests in relationships. There'll be a argument. There'll be a, something wrong goes down and then there's any difference between us and the where it, it leads to violence and the violence is not necessarily physical it's words it's breaking down sin manifests in relationships if you're not getting on with people and you have relational turmoil you need to look at your own life and we're going to do that now before we move any further here and we're going to we're going to close a chapter this year coming before almighty god okay and this is in this is in your own heart i can't do this for you i am not Your priest that you pay penance to. We have a great high priest who you now have full access to, to the Father through Jesus. Okay? And you come to him now with a clean hands and a pure heart. Because if we don't forgive, if we do not let go of those things, we cannot expect God to answer and listen to our prayers. Okay? We need to walk in the light. So it's confessing all these things in our lives this year that have hindered our walk with God. It could be relational, could be financial stuff, could be all sorts of things. And I came across this passage the other day too, where Jesus is speaking to his disciples and he says in Luke 17 1 and 4 Temptation to sin are sure to come. Be sure to come. I was talking to a young man the other day. Temptation is not the sin. Okay? It's what you do with the temptation. If you give it life, then you fall into sin. Go and read James and go and read those passages. But woe to the one through whom they come, these temptations. It would be better for him if a millstone were hung around his neck and he were cast into the sea than he should cause one of these little ones to sin. Now that's another story on its own. But think in the world today of people that are giving these young children all these options about who they are and what they could be like and they're destroying society. That verse is for them. It would be better that if you had a millstone around your neck and thrown into the sea. Woe to you if you are causing little ones to sin. Woe to you. But this is the part I want to get to. Pay attention to yourself. If your brother sins, rebuke him. Okay? If he repents, forgive him. I've seen many guys that I've had to speak to, they refuse to repent. They walk their own road then. Okay? But if they they repent... And they come and ask for forgiveness. The relationship is is restored. And this, this is what it says. Pay attention. If your brother sins, rebuke him. If he repents, forgive him. And if he sins against you seven times in the day, and turns to you seven times saying, "I repent," you must forgive him. Now this is Jesus. Those are red letters in the Bible. If if Jesus is saying those words, it's exactly the same for you to him. You can come to him seven times a day saying. Lord, I've fallen short. I've sinned. He will forgive you seven times. But what we do is the giants of insecurity. The giants is, oh, I'm not worthy. Are the giants of all these things that I can't actually handle in my life. So you stop coming and you stop asking. And then the gap just drifts. We've got time to set our lives right before God, yeah, before we change the chapter. Okay, and we're gonna take five, ten, five minutes now maybe. And I want you just to ponder on these things. And though, The Lord, the Spirit will show you. You see, the the enemy will um, condemn you, but the Spirit will convict you. Okay? Let's just all just close our eyes. And I want to set this tone before we go forward tonight. Okay? Holy Spirit, I ask you to help us here. As we move on here tonight, we want to do business with you, Almighty God. We're not here to have a sweet meeting and to say, oh, yeah, we prayed the new year and we are yet to set an order. We are here to ensure that we walk into this new year with true clean hands and pure hearts, with no deceit in us, not drawn to anything false. And Holy Spirit, I ask you now just to highlight things in our hearts of things in our own lives, things in other people's hearts. And if the Lord highlights people to you, He has your opportunity to forgive. You ask for forgiveness from the Father through the Son. And allow the Spirit of God to set that order in your heart now. Before we move any further, Holy Spirit, help us now. Help us to walk free. Help us, Lord Jesus. we can come to you boldly. We can enter and approach your throne of grace this evening. Where there's those addictions in your heart and your life, and you're so desiring to be free, don't stop giving up. Come and work in our hearts tonight, Lord Jesus. Because we want to be right before Almighty God. Father we let go of all these things that the enemy would try and hinder us with that he would lie to us about and we wash it away as your river of peace and of grace and of love just flows over our souls and over our hearts now and we set the right order forgiving forgiving yourself forgiving others holding nothing In your heart. And so Lord, now we taste of true freedom. We drink in life of your spirit flowing over our hearts. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. That's right. Thank you, Jesus. We want to walk in the light. Because when we walk in the light, we will then have fellowship with one another. And we gather yet together as a people, one in heart, one in mind. And no matter how hard it might be, we trust you, Almighty God, to walk in life and to walk in freedom. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus.